After a long time, I got into a local train and memories came rushing back as I stood there looking at the tired but determined faces of women rushing home from work. You're with me, Hira, on Crossleg with Hira Mehta, where I talk to you about anything and everything. Mumbai's local trains define the city and there is almost no one who has not travelled by the local train. It is an art in itself and I am not discussing the metro trains at all. Just the locals that millions take to work day in and day out. I too have jumped into the local train to get a seat. Have you? No? Then imagine this if you have never lived this moment. Everyone gets ready and positioned in the right spot, at the right distance and the moment the train pulls into the station, take off like a race has been flagged off and jump into a coach to catch a seat. The two window seats facing each another means first place in a race or level one of the game. Second and third seats are a fair win too. But last but not the least is that fourth seat. That is a seat, not really a seat, but a balancing act you don't want to experience if you are too tired. And then, if you do get a seat, it's time to ask those who are seated which station they will be getting off at. Then reserve the seat, or as most would say, claim the seat. You know, it's like an advance booking. And most of the times when you are seated, women who have put a finger in your face to claim your seat will move away and leave you to answer the question at every station. Someone has already claimed the seat, but I do not know where she is, is what you will have to say. And just when the time is right, the woman will return back to your seat. And if you have got up much too early, you better be prepared to watch a fight and feel like a worm for having the audacity of getting up earlier. If you survive all that, then it's level 2. That wrestling match you've got to get ready for to reach the door to get out at your stop. And then it's jumping off before you're again pushed back inside by the incoming tsunami at your station. That breath you had left at level 1 is back only when you land both feet on the station. Yet, I think most of us would be disturbed if this madness was taken away from us. Nothing speaks more about the woman on the local train in Mumbai than the woman's coach logo changing from the Goonga-clad lady to a lady wearing a power suit to represent the new age working woman of today. And yet, life is not just about that power woman logo. It's never easy for women who juggle the office and the home front. It's a balance that's tough because they're working, they're also rushing home to manage their kitchen and bring up their children. I've heard many women friends tell me that trains were not so crowded and women had it easier in my times. My times? Okay, my time means the 80s. But let me tell you for a fact that it was not so and we too were crushed like sardines in a tin can because there was only one compartment at the end of the train for women. Today, there are more and yet not enough. Besides those days, crushed in a train meant the only way to know if you reach your destination was to peep out of the window or keep asking or counting the stations in your mind. A friend once miscounted, got off the train one stop earlier, realized that she had counted even when the train had stopped in between the stops. Today, there are those station announcements in the train, so at least that's one thing less to worry about. And then there is planning the menu in your head whilst travelling. Grabbing onto the handle in a jam-packed fast train, deciding the stuff to buy as soon as you've got off the train, 
that has not changed for the women. Neither have they stopped peeling green peas or breaking the beans into smaller pieces to save time. Not to forget the craft that they can learn on the trains. Women are always making something new. I, for one, remember learning how to make a tablecloth from wool flowers too. Women are multitaskers and that will never change. Besides, it was on the locals where I struck up conversations, made friends. In fact, on Mumbai's local trains, you always strike up conversations. The fact that it is the same faces sitting across every day, striking up conversations and friendships was inevitable at a time when mobile phones were few. And it is no wonder that talking to pastime and friendships was a done thing. I remember morning travel to work was an 8.15 local from the starting point. This local was my regular to work with two other colleagues. Every day of the journey, I would smile at other ladies sitting next to me and strike up a conversation. You know I love to talk and that's evident from my podcasts. So anyways, getting back to my story, it was not long before many of them would get into our side of the compartment to join us. Morning breakfast, together on the train, that too became a routine. The compartment section that could seat around 20 ladies had burst at its seams with more wanting to join in as they got on on other stations too. We shared our seats all the way to work too. Till one day, I was jokingly warned not to strike up a conversation with any more. Why am I sharing this with you? It's because most of them are still my friends and it's been years and still counting. Besides, as William Butler Yeats said, there are no strangers here, only friends you haven't yet met. That's pretty accurate. After all, strangers are the best sounding boards. Heart-to-heart conversations with strangers will unburden you. Some become friends and some you may actually never meet again. So whatever they say will actually be unbiased and helpful. Here is a trick I learned to get more out of a conversation because I love to know what others think. Without revealing too many details of my problems, I would pepper it with a bit of imaginary too, a bit of white lies too, to get perspectives. By the time you reach your destination, if you start a conversation, you will realize you've got your therapy session right there. And even though we may all come from different worlds, all the problems you thought only you had are exactly the same as the other women around you. And there is that one thing that makes women happy in a local train. The shopping experience. Those earrings, pouches, pens, nightgowns and bedsheets. Oh yes, you heard that right. Even fresh vegetables and fruits. Though perhaps not much of it exists in the peak hours today, I remember in that mad crush, vendors actually managed to reach the far end of the compartment to those corners where you could never imagine getting to in a crowd. And then they are back again, right next to you, and you begin to wish you had learned that art of maneuvering. Singing songs, catching a nap, standing or just facing that breeze are some of the other perks too. The menfolk too have it rough in the locals and we can't disregard that. But they too have found fun in the mayhem. It is not uncommon to find them singing their favorite songs or bhajans or discussing market trends, playing cards with their friends with a briefcase on the knees as a table. And then there is that one thing that must happen irrespective of which compartment you are travelling in, especially in the P-cars, the fights. Some tempers are frayed, so pushing in and out of a train 
always and inevitably will lead to a fight. And then some arguments can go on and on until one of them gets off the train. Oh yes, we've all seen quite a lot of those and it's better not to get involved. I once made the cardinal sin of getting into a Virar local and standing near the door. Well, we all know Virar locals don't like locals of other stations blocking the doors of their trains. But I needed to go home early, so well, here I was being questioned as to why I was not in another local. The women turned on me and as they continued to rant, one said, Don't allow her to get off. Take her to Virar with us. Thankfully, I said the right thing. Calmly, I turned to her and said, Please take me to Virar. I have never been to Virar. I will have a cup of tea with you and return back. That laughter turned into a friendship. But not many are lucky. I was. And it is not unusual that verbal fights turn physical with people pushing around each another. And who said we did not face the rain woes? I too have walked all the way from Bandra to Andheri way back in a time when the train stopped. If you please write over the Bandra Creek. And in those days, when you could fall between the cracks into the creek. Today too, waterlogged streets and shutting down of trains never seems to dampen the spirit of Mumbaikars. So, here are some tips for those who want to brave the local. Never stand near the door to take in the breeze. You could slip, you know. No matter how beautiful the scenery is, never travel on the roof of a train. Pickpocketing is common. I remember a funny story. My colleague stood on the floorboard holding onto a can of ghee he had just bought. As the train left the station, somebody just took it from his hand and all he could do was wave it goodbye. No doubt we had a good laugh about it at work the next day. So hold on to your valuables for dear life. Do not catch a local during peak hours unless you need to. And then there are so many life lessons too that I've learned that I would like to share with you. That one minute delay that can make you miss your train teaches you to value time. Writer and philosopher Gilbert Chesterton has said, the only way to be sure of catching a train is to miss the one before it. Good one indeed. But I would like to add here, if you do miss one, there is always another, much like opportunities in life. Believe me, that fourth seat is the worst and yet, that tiny six-inch width or less space on the fourth seat will teach you how to adjust and adapt in the most uncomfortable situations. Of course, the journey teaches you that friendships and answers to your problems can be found here too. Then there are virtues it can teach you. Virtues that we all need to learn. Patience, hope and learning to wait. And not to forget, it's a stress buster too if you allow the rhythm of the train to soothe you. Importantly, it teaches you about life and in the words of Turkish author Mehmet Burat Ildan that goes, Be like a train, go in the rain, Go in the sun, go in the storm, go in the dark tunnels, be like a train, concentrate on your road and go on with no hesitation. So till we meet again, wishing you wrestling, pushing and stretching skills, friendship, fun and entertainment too at no cost indeed on your daily local. Happy travels. Namaste.